episode of the Nordies Podcast. The Vikings get back to their winning ways. The Twins are out, but we're still proud of them. The Wild have an up-and-down start, and we talk about our Wolves' expectations here we Yes, I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Ah, just wonderful, man. How are you? Hey, I am doing very well. Yeah. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Lots of sports to be talking about. we got a about. ton of shit to cover. Yeah, lots to talk about tonight. Um, yeah. Before we do that, though, we need everyone to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Hey, thanks for doing that, everyone. Yeah. Appreciate thanks, that. Thanks, thanks, guys. All right. Uh, so here we go. Uh, first up, what are we drinking here, Jim? Well, we're kind of sending off Dangerous Man yeah. as a Northeast staple. They've been open for like eight years, and whatever happened, they had to close up their cool corner shop there in Northeast. Yep. Sounds like they're doing a brewery event space. Yeah, somewhere. Like an hour north. And Really? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be up there, huh? Yeah. What if it's in Blaine? I heard it's like east of St. Cloud. No. Yeah. What a horrible idea. It's going to be like a farm, and they're going to do like weddings. I don't like that idea, but whatever, man. Whatever. Good for them. Hey, we're drinking their cranberry cobbler ale, and this thing's pretty damn good. I think just if you like beer, you would like this beer. Yeah. It's like a fruited beer. Yeah. Just beer. Unless you're like... Never mind. Never mind. What do you got? Unless you... Okay. Just unless you're like one of those people who's like, I don't like flavors and beer. (laughs) If you're that kind of person, then yeah, you wouldn't. And skip it. All right. Um, so here we go. Starting lineup. First thing we have to talk about, you know what we always talk about first. Yeah. The Paul brothers. Oh, yeah. We got to cover them. Logan Paul. Celebrity boxing. Fought, uh, against Dylan Dennis, who's like a MMA fighter training partner of Conor McGregor. Yeah. And this dude has made me like Logan Paul more. I think that was the goal. I think so that Dylan you're being played, but that's okay. Major like, villain. He spent the last like three months slut shaming uh, Logan Paul's um, fiance, fiance yeah. Nina Ergdahl or something. I don't know. She's beautiful, and she's a she's a a model. She's like a Norwegian model or something. Yeah, and she's like dated some other celebrities before. Now she's dating um, one of the you know Rose, Logan you know, Paul, the boxer one. Dylan Danis posted pictures of her, fake sex videos of her, like just pretty much shamed and sl- like slut shamed her for the last couple of months. It was way egregious, right? Like it was. I've never heard someone do this kind of thing. It was it was way too far, uh, even for just like entertainment value, which I, I think is the point. I think that like Logan Paul's camp was like, hey, you have to be the villain here. Yeah. You know, be an asshole, post whatever you want. It got too far. It went way too far, and it, it like brought all of like the incel people out to like laugh about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I found I found myself like being too invested in this because I just thought it was so nasty. You didn't buy the pay-per-view did you No, okay. I, I probably should have though i was pretty mad about this i just like had never seen something like this happen in sports or even entertainment yeah and so i was really hoping that logan paul would like crush this dude and he did he so did he just absolutely smoked him uh the guy was literally not a professional he shouldn't it was like he was like tough but he had no skills he got absolutely abused he tried to take him down like mma wrestling yeah, style put him in some headlocks and shit and it and never that didn't even work and then the corner you know the corner's cleared at some point and then there's a big fight it's just like when i saw that and then it, you know out of the middle middle of this big mix in the ring 
you see Logan Paul like jump up on the corner and put his arms up and you're like, yeah, this is all scripted. But I just think I think that it's just like they have just blended pro wrestling with boxing, which has always kind of been a thing. Yeah, but it feels it's always been an entertainment product too. Like, but I think that like they they got so into the sport that like they they missed out on the personalities mm-hmm. and they made it almost like it almost felt like horse racing to me. Yeah, like no, a, it, felt it was like about a, betting. It felt like um a, like an Olympic sport or something where you yeah. don't necessarily know the people and everything's very technical and it's all yeah. about defense and points and and then the mafia is also involved. Always. It's so weird. So, yeah, I think that they just come up with, like, storylines with bad boxing. Yeah, yeah. But I think they realize that bad boxing is more fun than good boxing. <laughs> I think that's true. It's the same thing with, like, rough and, and rowdy. And the storylines are easier to do that way, too. Like, Barstool has their rough and rowdy. And it's I like, would never get into that. That shit is trash. No, it is. But it's I it's. Like I understand it. why people like it. Because yeah. it's just no defense boxing. Yeah, it's just gross boxing with gross people. Yeah, with like people with from West Virginia. And, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not ripping West Virginia. It literally is people it from West just, Virginia. Yeah, generally <laughs> is, and it's those people that you know they're not just West Virginians. They're Appalachians. Yeah, and that's different. That's a different breed. So that is, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, no fuck rough and rowdy. Uh, I'm not into this really either, but it it is entertaining, and I'd lie if I wasn't like checking my feet a little bit to see what the fuck was going on speaking directly to the rough and rowdy crowd our next uh thing is pat mcafee let's go (laughs) double down baby pat mcafee i came out he's paying a bunch of money to aaron Rodgers to like sleeves or no sleeves no sleeves no sleeves okay okay he's he's paying a bunch of money to aaron Rodgers to be like a regular guest on his show yeah like millions weird yeah and we kind of assumed that it was like aaron Rodgers just going on there so he could have you know a mouthpiece for his bullshit which works out great for him, works out both ways. Uh, but yeah, he's just being paid, just being paid millions to do it. And I guess it's probably a good investment for McAfee. I don't know. I he mean, on every week, he's I mean, got like a segment. I think the thing is, is like, I I think there is an alternate universe where I like Pat McAfee. Okay. Like, I think in an alternate universe where he didn't go to like conspiracy theorist. Yeah. I probably would have thought I his takes like were kind of fun. more as like, you know, a little bit of a media disruptor and like, He's kind of funny. It's and this pat, like you know how you know how we talked about this. Like the the girl pop star route, like the teen teen girl pop star route, always goes the same direction. Like right. they're like innocent girl, and then suddenly they're like sex symbol, and like yeah, it's like album, there's like right? there's like a path of it every time. Yep. it's like these male podcasters. Oh, oh shit! Are doing? But you got to get really popular. Yeah, you got to get we'll real famous. Right. We'll be all right. Yeah, like <laughs> these male. You pop- got to be known outside of the, Minnesota sorry, and Norway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> these male podcasters—they have the same route. They're like they're interesting. They start questioning things. They get fun guests on to ask weird questions to, and then everyone's kind of into it. And then they're like, but also, like. <laughs> What about Sandy Hook? Was it real? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. It's always fucking weird right wing. It always like conspiracy goes theories, far. and it's just like it suddenly goes to like those people have you know they bury that stuff for so long, and they want to talk about it, and then finally yeah. like we're big enough, let's just do what we really want to do. I think it's just like yeah, like Joe Rogan. He was like he was like talking about drugs and stuff and Bigfoot, and then suddenly he was just like, "Do you want to? I don't like science." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's he's bullshit. like, I'm gonna have an MMA fight against Fauci. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> Fire Fauci. What are you talking about? 
Uh, yeah, that's pathetic. I hate Rodgers, and it makes me just hate McAfee. I know. Wouldn't be caught dead at this point listening to his stuff, and that's kind of sad. It is. All right, another, here's another one for you. What's up? Uh, Colorado. I called them out weeks ago. Yeah, you did. They were ranked like 14th or something. And you I was said like, that's ridiculous, mm. and now they're going to start losing a bunch of games, and that's happened. Colorado is an Instagram team. Yeah, yeah. They're not a serious yeah. operation. Right. They are there for like celebrities to come and get their picture taken and them to walk out wearing something crazy Jewel and have chains and stuff yeah, like and that. Have yeah. Lil Wayne come out with them and then they post I mean, Shador Sanders posted during halftime of his game that they were winning twenty nine nothing. Clothing that was like his clothing. Really? Yeah, like you could buy like a Shador Sanders so jer- he's like, like sweatshirt. And and head during coach half- loves that, doesn't care. Uh, probably. Yeah. It's about money making money. This is not a serious operation. Right. These this team is worried about fame and fortune more than they're worried about winning and being good at football. So I'm not saying they aren't good players that they don't care, but like this is this is a clown show. Yeah. And so this was a particularly goofy ass game with them up what, twenty six zero. Twenty nine nothing at halftime over one and four Stanford. One <laughs> Pathetic ass Stanford team, and then I believe it was what 48 43 46 43 in overtime, double overtime, double OT. Yeah, and they lose. It was just hilarious. I mean, it just it, it just shows you though, like, I think that everyone thought after like three weeks that Coach Prime had like figured out the secret formula to college sports, right? And it just wasn't that. They they like snuck up on a couple teams. They beat some bad teams, and then everybody was just so ready for this like in your face celebrity team. Yeah, you know they were like two weeks away from like Drake like making a song about them. So do you? Would you replace Fleck with Sanders? Yeah, yeah, I would because it'd be fun, dude. I mean, at least there'd be eyes on our program. Yeah, like at this point, recruiting no, would like, go better. I yeah. get it. I understand it. I would, and be, we'd still win the, about the same amount of games. Like we'd still we have about the would same have level some of better, team. But maybe we'd actually we'd have a quarterback. Money. We actually have a quarterback, maybe. Yeah, his son. Yeah, I, I just Does think he have other sons. He has another son who's a D back. Oh, but yeah, I just. Yeah, you called it. I did. You I called just, it. I don't like this team. I, I, I loved the the takes from all the other teams who've played them. Like they're doing it for the clicks, and we're doing it for the wins. You know, yeah. like we're here to play football, and they're here to like meet celebrities and post on their Instagram. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, can't stand it. All <laughs> right, uh, how about this? Arch Manning, sticking mm-hmm. with college football. Yeah, uh, he had a Panini rookie card, like one of one rookie card, sold for a ton of money. Yeah. He's donating a hundred thousand of that to the Ronald McDonald. He's donating house. all of it, which was a hundred thousand, yeah, yeah, to Ronald McDonald House, which, by the way, is probably my favorite charity. It's like I, you know, volunteer there and donate there a little okay. bit here and there. Um, so I was like, that's fucking awesome, and you know, for an eighteen-year-old to give away a hundred thousand dollars is a pretty amazing thing to do. I'm sure that he knows that he has plenty of money coming, but. I mean, has he really made millions yet, do you think? Uh, yeah. You think he's already, mm-hmm. like, this isn't that much no, it's money? A lot. I mean, it's, ama- it's always it's a, a big amount of money. It's a huge chunk of money for yeah. him, even. But, yeah. like, you know, he he has a, probably a couple million bucks, or he will, or he knows it's coming. Like, right, right. And this will probably only make him more marketable. It, it worked for me. This was an investment. I'm a big fan now, dude. <laughs> it worked for me. Yeah, no, I think... But he, no, that's great. I'm sorry, but the Mannings were, were always and have always been top-notch when class it comes to being professionals and classy players i'm, I'm sorry like 
they could be passionate on the field sometimes, but like this was, these were like classy guys who did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And like you can be like, Eli's a dope, but like Eli's cool. Eli, he's cool. Super now. Bowl winner. They're he's all funny. super. Archie gonna be a Super Bowl winner someday. I mean, yeah. Let's go. All right. Um, maybe for the Vikes. What about this? We can't stand the tush push. Well. I don't know much about it, and that's I why like I it. asked you about it. Because so, what I understand is that Philly has a really big like offensive line, yeah. and they have a move where they can just almost like ninety five percent get three yards, mm-hmm. and so they use it and they use it and they use it, and nobody can stop it, and it's very controversial. Yeah. And I don't really they're following the rules. Mm-hmm. It's to the point where they may have to. They're gonna change. change they're the gonna. They're gonna change the rules after this season, or like what, they, what's they going on? With they this? did it last year too, all last year. Okay, and so it's like people are tired of it. It just is a sketchy play. So on the Why? play, it's a quarterback sneak, but they put multiple players behind Hertz. Okay, and then all those players instantly run up and push him from so behind. So he just becomes like a football sandwich. Yes. So he's between his own players, right? He's between his own players, and he himself, a very strong quarterback, sure. is pushing all himself All their forward. legs are turning. And the whole team's pushing forward. And Why doesn't every team do this? They do now at this point. Okay. Everyone's doing this now. But, the, no, but, but the I heard nobody is, is can that, do it as well as them. Yeah, and... they, I mean, they have a great line, and they have a quarterback who is a different type of athlete. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing with it. One, Why can't Baltimore do it? I mean, injuries, they got some big dudes. Like, what about Buffalo? Why can't uh, Allen do it? Isn't he huge? Yeah. They will. They'll pull it out when they need to. Okay. I think here's the big thing, is that the, like, the play is going to get the the reason they're going to change it initially is that injuries is going to be a big problem. So the Giants did it, and two guys got hurt. Okay. Including John Michael Schmitz, the former Gophers, who the who's the rookie center for them, oh. got hurt. Two guys got injured doing it. So it's it. just like a like a lower leg injury thing. It's just like you're all diving into each other and yeah. falling on top of each other, and it's not. And that'll good. be their excuse yes. at least. Two, it is illegal to pull a player, but it's not illegal to push a player. Yeah, that's a problem. Okay. So if an but offensive lineman pull the I mean, player like, forward, that'd be one thing. But if you push them forward, it's a different thing. But I mean, that happens all the time. A running back gets stopped, and there's a lineman there, and they're pushing, and like that seems fine. Yeah. I don't know. I just think this is, this is bad for the game. They're like, if you don't like it, stop it. I'm like, they should just adjust this. Like, there can only be so many guys pushing. Like, only one player can push or something. Okay. Like, they just need to come up with some basic little change to it. Okay. And you think it's, they'll do that yeah. end of the year or something like that? It'll be some minor fix, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the X. See, I didn't know. Now I do. All right. Uh, how about this? Um, Cristiano Ronaldo. He yeah. is getting sentenced to 99 lashes in where? Iran. Iran. There you go. So this is goofy. I mean, like, look, Cristiano Ronaldo, if he didn't even have to pay back the taxes he stole, he's definitely not going to get whipped with a fucking cane. <laughs> or if he didn't get charged for the sexual assault or rape that he commit. Oh, there's that one, too. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's, people don't forget. Um, Yeah, so, like... This, do you know how he ended up with this sentence? No, I, it's absurd. I haven't so heard of this even. This nice Iranian, like disabled woman who's like in a wheelchair, made him like these pieces of art from her fucking heart, dude. She loves this okay. man. Okay, and so she presents it to him. They take some photos. He's really like being really sweet with her. Mm-hmm. He gives her a hug. He like at one point like gives her a little kiss on the head. Like, it's very nice interaction. You wouldn't think twice about it all, but these fucking Iranian, like, you know, they have their morality police. They see this, 
And because he is a married man, uh-huh. he is not allowed to touch, hug, embrace any other woman. And if you do, 99 lashes. I mean, so the question, just... and now he plays in a Saudi league, <laughs> and he was in Iran for a game against an Iranian team. Yeah. So what does he do? He just doesn't go back? Nah. I just wouldn't go back. They're just not going to go back. I wonder how their tourism industry is. Yeah. Like, come on. Dude, get over yourself. This I know. Crazy. It's insane, and it's it's fucking stupid. And, okay, you can either like or, apparently, in your case, dislike Ronaldo. Um, but no, that's just that's crazy. dumb. So, yeah. Um, you know. On the list of places lashed. I'll never go to. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Good way to get uh, firmed up on that list. Yeah. All right. So, uh, how about this? Uh, something that I don't think we should be supporting this year is the NHL. Just in general. I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to go to a game. Yeah. I think I'm good. Do you usually? I go to some games. And like NHL banning pride tape. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. This is terrible. Well, so remember last year, right? Um, You know, they had a couple like pride nights where they're like, hey, just during warm ups, you know, there's going to be a rainbow on the shoulder of these guys' jerseys. Mm -hmm. And then most people had no problem with it. Most players. And then like a few players, you know, maybe like one or two even on each team were like, no. I refuse to, to warm up. I'm not going to go out if I have to wear that. Well, so I, then that gets to the yeah. horrible press. Yeah, and that's so, all they're worried so about. So I think that the big thing was just like there were some Russian players who were afraid of supposedly what was going to happen. Yeah, to them but it was back. more than that. There was Americans that did it too. And I, it, here's so whatever. Um, like that sucks for them. But the NHL had the total wrong reaction and just being like, well, that was a controversy you don't want to have again. Now let's ban all of it. And so they're just, you know, and their their explanation is like, well, we'll still have big pride nights. It's just we won't ha- have the players wear anything special or use, you know, pride tape on their sticks. So why is it banned then? Right. There you go. Why like, is it banned? Like, why is it banned? I don't understand. Everyone doesn't have to have pride tape on their stick, but like no, when we're can. banning the flag, the pride flag, like what are we doing? Like, I don't know. It's, it's I mean, just, it's, it's, a ba- it's a sport that's caters to maybe what they feel is a different audience that is not supportive of that shit. I don't know, but um, I don't know if like sports fans, I feel like in just general, aren't the most open-minded. I mean, there was a time that everybody booed a moment of unity in Kansas city. Remember that? Like people are fucking Mm -hmm. stupid, dude. Yeah. I just think like you can't be pro freedom and then like hate people's freedom. Hmm. I love America because freedom and we have freedom, but I don't want other people to have freedom, even in America. Like, get the fuck out of here. You can't have it both ways. (laughs) You can't have it both ways. You can, you can either want to live somewhere with freedom or you can want to live somewhere where people are oppressed. Yeah. You You can go to Iran Iran and they don't like, you won't see any gay stuff. There's no pride flags in Iran. I promise you. Cause they'll drop a boulder on your head. You also like your wife can't drive and a lot of other things you might not like, Don't. but that's the slippery slope you guys always talk about. You just can't say you like freedom and then be like, people can't have rainbows on their hockey sticks. But just for me to to drink and drive, like that's the freedom I care about. Yes. Don't restrict me. I want the freedom to hate. Good, I'm a good drink. Pride flags. Like just because some people crash, I don't crash when I drink and drive. So why does should I have to do it? I want to, the freedom to hate pride flags. Yeah, and you know what? They have the freedom to hate pride flags. Yeah, they, they do. do. They have yeah. that. They can hate it. Um, they just may have to be an adult about it. 
Okay, uh, how about this? What's up? We got the top 100 players from ESPN for the NBA. For the NBA, that yes, this is always a fun list. This is a fun list, so I'm just going to try to go through and give you some uh, highlights here. I feel like, can you do this in any other sport? Mm, With no. different positions? Maybe baseball, hockey, who gives but no one would care. No one would care. <laughs> okay, right. we have some Wolves on here. Russell Westbrook, 94. One player better than Russell Westbrook. That's Minnesota Timberwolves point guard Mike Connolly at number 93. <laughs> I love it. Um, let's see. I like how they also show how many points they've, or spots they've dropped. And I'm sure he that dropped Russell... dropped four spots. Four spots. Oh, he was... No, no, uh, Connolly did. Oh, Connolly did. Too late right. for me to go and back to Russell at this point. That's fine. That's fine. Move on. Um, let's see. Tyler Hero, overrated player coming in at number 79. Mm-hmm. Rookie mm-hmm. guard Scoot Henderson at 78. Okay. Uh, Chris Paul coming in at 76. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Chet Holmgren be never played in the NBA before. He's coming in at 73. I do think he's going to be awesome this year. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, voted on by all the experts at this ESPN. Things. We so. traded this this guy and multiple picks and players for Rudy Gobert. It's uh, Walker oh. Kessler. He's number 70. Wow. That's impressive. That Good hurts. For him. Uh, that really hurts. Austin Reeves already up to 66. But is Gobert lower? Rudy Gobert, 64. Okay. So, so Rudy Gobert, close. just a few spots lower, much older. Much older and much, much more, more expensive. limited. Yeah. Way more expensive. Um, Marcus Smart in the under 60. Yeah. Zion Williamson all the way at 57. Yeah, that's too bad for him. And, you know, he has a chance to have a great healthy season and then be higher next year. Draymond Green at 55. Sure. We traded a first-round pick. And this guy to get uh, D'Angelo Russell. That's number 54, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, Wiggins. That's a little high for him. Um, okay, so that's kind of our top 50 guys. Yeah. And then uh, here's – that's I'm sorry, that's 100 through 50. Yep. And then our top 50 guys, uh, some notable ones, uh, LaMelo Ball, won the rookie of the year over Andy. He's number 48. <laughs> Uh, Victor Wembanyama is already at 47. Let me tell you guys, Victor Wembanyama is going to be in the top 10 next year. Yeah. This guy is, he looks like an alien. <laughs> he is a body we've never seen he's, before. He's the Slender Man. And he's it's scary. fast. He's fast, athletic, and agile. He can shoot. He can block shots. He can get to the hoop. He dunked over a seven-footer the other day. It made him look like a baby. And uh, then they had, like, the guy's reaction, and he was, like... And he was, like, six feet from the... Ba- he was, like, in the middle of the lane, and he just reached over and dunked. It was awesome. It was crazy. All right, James Harden somehow still at 43. He doesn't even want to play anymore. <laughs> Clay yep. Thompson up to 41. Um, Zach Levine, former T-Wolf, at number 38. That's high. I'm surprised. Good for him, though. We have uh, John ja Morant all the way down at 35. Which is, I mean, he was in the top 20 last year. Maybe last year he was number 15, nine. Top 10 last year. And he even tweeted about this. He's like, okay, we'll see or something like that. But Kyrie, 34. He's, not gonna, he's out 20 fucking five yeah. games. Like, that's on you. That That's part of your evaluation, buddy. Yeah. You're an asshole. Trey Young, 29. Okay. We have uh, Kawhi Leonard, 24. He never plays. Right. We have uh, we're getting into Halliburton twenty one, Carl Anthony Towns twenty. Okay, that seems fair. I think it seems fair. It seems a little high. Like um, he was hurt a lot last year, so I think that you would think that they would take that into consideration a little bit. Number fifteen is Donovan Mitchell, fourteen Dame Lillard, thirteen Anthony Edwards. Sweet. And I call me offended. Oh really? I think he's better than thirteen. No. Yeah, dude. He. That's honestly, that's on potential, buddy. No. Like, you think he was mm-hmm. he was the 13th best player all of last year? 
Yeah, he's going to be this year. He'll be okay, better. Well, than he'll that. be the, yeah. And so Jimmy Butler twelve. They're giving him some benefit. Devin the Booker doubt. eleven. He'll be he'll pass both those guys this I year. I want, dude. I do want Ant in the top ten next year as well, though. It's just tough to get there because there's obviously a million great players. All right, so here's your top ten. Go. Uh, this guy Ant is better than this guy right now. It's Anthony Davis. I agree. Number nine, LeBron James. I'd still rather have LeBron for one season than Ant, but just this so might be fun. the last year. It'd be of fun that. to get a Wolves. Number eight, shirt. this guy is the closest guy to Anthony Edwards. I think in ability, that's Shea Gilgis Alexander. That's an exciting young team. Number there. seven, uh, this guy is worse than Anthony Edwards. He will be worse this year. He was worse last year. That's <laughs> Kevin Durant. Yeah. Uh, this guy is better than Anthony Edwards right now. Number six, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. This guy is slightly better than Anthony Edwards. Um, Steph Curry. Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic at four. Okay, we're not sure on him. He's. Better. I think jury's out. He's the man. We'll see. I would. I would. I think trade, he's on. He's. Like, I trade Anthony Edwards for him. Yeah, I would. I mean, I would too. Number but, three, Joel Embiid. Number two, Nikola Jokic. And number one, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Sure. That's a fun. That's a fun list every year. It's a fun list. And we got we got it, four it, wolves I in, and I, I don't even think they got our third best player on there. Oh, yeah. Well, Jayden, McDaniels, uh, yeah. I mean, Jaden's better time. than Gobert and Connolly. Yeah. Already. I know. So we got four Wolves. And no pretty Jayden. much our entire starting five is in the top 10. In the top 100. Or top 100, I mean. Yeah, no, I think the Wolves sick. are, are going to be good this year. We'll get to that in a few minutes here. Right. Um, okay. Last uh, but not least, we got some questions from your dad. Oh, hell yeah. We got some. We got it. Should we name the segment? It's like, you know, Bill's. Uh, Bill's, what do you, you got something? No. Bill's bulletin? Okay. Something like that? All right. Do you have these questions up? I'm trying to find them. I don't. Be nice you, you if texted I had them. them to me. Oh, that could be, that you could did. be helpful. You did. Yeah. Bill's. Um, yeah. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right. So these are, in, he titled it Important Questions for the Pod, and he listens. Okay. okay. So okay. he's listening. Um, which is more embarrassing in each of the following? Okay. A, getting beat by Rutgers or B? B, getting beat by Maryland. I think getting beat by Rutgers. <laughs> they seem like a really piss poor school in almost everything. Yes, I, I have to agree. Uh, clearly both pretty embarrassing. Um, okay, A, twins now. Getting a record number of strikeouts in a season uh-huh. or three strikeouts in the ninth inning of the last playoff game. Okay, I think that... Just ending horribly. I think that part of the, the strategy and the reason we hit so many bombas is because part of the strategy is that we are going to strike out a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think that's sort of intentional. Really? Yeah. It's a it's an accepted side effect. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So I'm going to say the three strikeouts in the ninth inning of the playoff game. I think that there's one that he didn't mention, which is I think we had the most strikeouts in like a series, a playoff series, yeah. which really tells <laughs> that you might that, be, that, might that we sucked yeah. in the series. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. This is here. Okay. One more. Getting beat by Northwestern mm-hmm. or fifty-eight to ten, which I believe to was Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I think getting beat by Northwestern. That was a pitiful team. We were way up. I think we were up twenty-one in the second half yeah. and we lost. Michigan being the Michigan number two ranked juggernaut. team and maybe one now. I'm not even it sure. Was, it was embarrassing, but you had two pick sixes in there from our piss poor quarterback. Yeah. I don't know. The Gophers are pretty embarrassing right now. <laughs> That's like for real. I mean, me. I just said I'd take I, I ripped Coach Prime and then I said, but I would take Coach Prime. Yeah. <laughs> over um, all right. And then finally, will any of our three winter basketball teams be better this year? 
I think that's the Gophers, the Lynx, and the Timberwolves. I believe so. The Gophers, no. They're going to be just awful again. But I mean, they can't be worse. They can't be worse. So I think that they'll be better. Yeah, but just still Just horrible. still like hard, hard product The Lynx, watch. I don't... Yes, they'll be better. They were. They didn't even make the... Oh, well, everybody kind of makes the playoffs, but I think they were really bad last year. They made the playoffs, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the Lynx will I be... I think only... Um, three teams don't make it or something like that okay yeah i think the links will be better assuming they get another good draft pick okay so I and think then they'll be better. the wolves i think will be better for sure yeah for I'm, sure. I'm feeling we just it. gotta have a healthy carl and even if we don't have a healthy carl i still think we're in better shape as long as we have a healthy ant which no reason to think we won't so yeah yeah all right so yes three for three bill thank you for the questions all right here we go up next we have the minnesota vikings they won a big okay. one over the backup quarterback of the Bears. I don't even know his name is. Is it know. scary to go play at Soldier Field anymore? No. We, Remember, it used to be like a thing like, oh, it's hard to win there. I think we always have a hard time playing there in not a sloppy game. Okay. Win or lose, it's always just a mess. What an ugly, piss poor game. I fell asleep, and I'm glad I did. I thought this was the least enjoyable football game I've watched in a really long time. Mm-hmm. This game really sucked. I mean, all of the sloppy picks and fumbles and just like, it was like, who could fuck up the least? And I don't I like was laughing like when they got to the end and I thought that the, the quarterback that they brought in for Fields when he dislocated his thumb was a guy who was an undrafted rookie who played Division Two football last year. And he was kind of better. And he was like moving the ball. I was, at one point <laughs> late in the game, I was like, a Division Two quarterback is going to beat us in a game. This is crazy. It almost happened. Um. This was this was an abomination. Um, we found out Jefferson is going to be out four to six weeks. Okay, that's fine. We're not trying to. I no. mean, it, you know, unless it's like concerning for the future of his recovery. It's not. So they just are like, maybe we can push that to eight and hopefully lose seven of those. So I think that if they are, are, are they actively having conversations off the record internally with the team, like. Look, man, we really don't want to be winning these games right now. Or what are they mm, saying to each other? I don't think they're saying that yet. Really? I think they're saying like we're gonna reevaluate. Okay, we got a couple dubs. Let's yeah, see they're gonna go. if they could beat the Niners at home this week and be three and four. I think they'll feel like they're in the mix. Uh, is that how you feel? I mean, like, is no. that what you'd want? No, I okay. want to just lose at this point. So then, why wouldn't they think that too? Aren't they? I think they just they know. They worry about their jobs and shit. I think they know that they are pretty talented. I think their offense is like a top five offense in the league. Their defense has played better like the last couple the weeks. Day. Yeah, I just think that like they think that they know that they're not a really horrible team. They're not. But they also are incapable of playing in a game that's not a one-score game. Yeah. Well, that was last year, too, though. Every game. I think KOC is a pretty good coach. Really? Yeah. Why? I mean, we don't even... Either we don't show up until the second half, and then we, like, get it close and win or lose. Or, like, we, you know, fall apart, and then it gets way too close. Like, why does every game have to be close? I think Why the fact that like he's capable of playing to push, push, push. I think the fact that he's capable of playing close games against even top teams, though, just shows you that he is a pretty good coach. I think okay. we're so quick to turn on guys. I'm this offense is cooking. Yeah, we have, we have, we have the number one before this week. We had the number one passing offense in the league. We had Jefferson on pace to you know maybe break the all time record before he got injured. Cousins having a career year. The offensive line playing the best they've ever played, at least in a long time. You know, like the offense is cooking. He's an offensive coach. Yeah. And the defense has improved since last year. Okay. And so to me, I'm Without like. Without really like much improvement in personnel. 
Yeah, I mean, in personnel, they brought in Marcus Davenport, who's hardly played, and he's injured again. They brought in um, an undrafted rookie in Ivan Pace Jr. They brought in Blackman, a rookie. They brought in, uh, uh, what's the, Byron Murphy Jr. Okay. That's it. It's the same yeah. team as last year. Yeah. And so, to me, like, I think he's a pretty good coach, even though Minnesotans are just so ready to just, like, fire anyone at any moment. Like, right. he just well, we got do here. That all the time. He went 13-4. And we and don't four. get any better with the next guy, so, like, give it a he chance. He went 13-4, won the division in his first year in a competitive rebuild. And now he's off to a slow start. We knew this team needed to rebuild. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Cousins is going to stay. The rest of the year. That's yes, I've all the word is. Um, and how do you feel about that? It, I, I knew it was going to be hard to get him out because it was his right. choice. Yeah. And he wants to go get one more big contract. So he doesn't want to risk having to learn the terminology in the offense of a new offense right now. And then go get Looking a bad and yeah. then trying to go get a contract where people He's are like, well, you suck for the last two months. And, He's yeah. just like, I'm just going to rack up the stats and I'm going to go get one more big deal. Um, a couple other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alexander Madison getting all the touches over Cam Akers. What's up with that? I'm tired of it already. Yeah. Why aren't these guys just a split backfield? I mean, we like Cam. I like Cam. I think Madison and Cam are both the same kind of journeyman running backs. That's fine. I'd play both of them. I don't understand. Madison had three times the touches of any other player on the field this weekend. Yeah. It was so weird. So, yeah, the targets were weird. I saw the the breakdown, and it seemed like it was like... Akers had one carry for eight yards. Yeah. He had one good run, and that's it. That's the whole game for him? Just Maybe weird. they hate him. He must be an idiot, yeah. I don't know. Um, And then the other big one, Daniel Hunter. Okay. Really putting together a good season. Looking like, it, you know, oh, this is what a healthy, motivated... I'm just wondering like. if they can go trade him for a good pick. Yeah. You ready? Because we're talking about rebuild, right? I think if they lose to the Niners this weekend, which I think they will, Mm -hmm. even at home, I think they'll lose to the Niners, and I think they will Are you going to that game? uh, No. Oh, you'll be be in fucking England, yeah? Yeah, so I'm not going to the game, but no, it's a Monday night football game. Mm -hmm. They're going to lose, and then they're going to say, we're out. Yeah. Two and five. Who wants Neil Hunter? Whoever gives us the best pick can have him. And he's a rental pass rusher is one of the top pass rushers in the league right now and it will be a really good move for some team he's been awesome he'd be he'd be great he'd help a lot of teams he has been awesome so far so there's nothing to, to dislike about how he's played at all so yeah, yeah the I vikings mean, then, i don't know people seem pretty tuned out yeah i don't hear the talk no, the Vikings there's not everyone knows that this is like a throwaway season and we're just playing for a quarterback it just sucks that a season's a whole year yeah, <laughs> really like, does. We don't get that many of them in our life. But you know what? The Wolves are going to be awesome, so that'll be cool. All right, so we did talk a little bit about the Twins. They went out in four games. We did predict that on here. You did, yeah. yes. And I think I said, sounds good. Four games, they're out. But you know what? I'm not going to be upset by it. I was no. really pleasantly surprised with the playoff Twins. Playoff baseball was fun again. I was watching every second of it. I really, really enjoyed it. It was Which fun again. We never had crazy. that. We I never get that. I just didn't even know what that was like. I didn't either. Being invested I thought this in, was... in, in baseball playoffs. It just hasn't happened for so long. I, I, I agree. Yeah, and like and winning it. games and like feeling competitive and then like seeing some of the young talent that they have and some of the like, you know, prime aged guys watching Correa step up, you know, watching 
Pablo Lopez looked like a real ace. You know, mm-hmm. like some good stuff happened here. So I felt good about this. I don't. It's it's funny. Like Twins fans quickly went from having no expectations to high expectations. Yeah. Oh, that's so true, man. And, and I'm that like, perfectly. that's tough. Like you can't just do that. Like this team was never going to go win the title. This team was never going to go to the ALCS. Like it just wasn't. It wasn't their it's year. It's just yet. not their year. No, they're not, not there. there. Like this was their ahead of schedule, right? That whole thing. Um, I mean, do you have reason to believe that we'll be better next year than this year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know why we wouldn't be at this point. I think the owners will throw a little more cash their way now, knowing like... They made a little extra money hey, this year. We were close. Like, damn, we made a lot of money on those couple playoff games we hosted. Yeah. Uh, I guess we hosted, what, four games, four playoff games. That's pretty good. We won two of them. Yeah. So, I was Three, at one of uh, them. Two, two home two, two yeah, home, yeah. yeah. So, hey, and you know, that's the other thing, right? It's like, dude, we need to celebrate when it's been 20 years with zero playoff wins... One year we get three. Yeah. That's pretty it cool. It was that night was and day so from fun. everything else I even remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, I like your positive attitude about it. I'm proud Fuck of Fuck the them. haters. I'm Let's proud go. of the Twins this year. And now I'm going to just be a little bit like 4% gonna, more invested in the more, regular season next I'm going to be a little more invested in the off season. I'm going to read a few articles. Are you going to bring a little heat to the pot? I think I'm going twins to. I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm, I'm more excited about the Twins than I have been in... Okay, since we started the pod, for oh, sure. For sure. Yeah. I had like almost retired my baseball fandom. Like I was like just <laughs> no, over it. I was like, I don't even care anymore. We just like were such haters when we were so bad again, like for big chunks of this season. And But hey, good. Prove us wrong. Prove, prove all the haters wrong. Yeah. We are happy to say that we were wrong and that we will jump on the bandwagon. Let's go. Toot toot. All right, how about this? The Minnesota Wild started their season. They got a big win. On opening night. Yep. And then they went to Toronto and got whooped. Oh, really? I didn't know what was scored. Seven there. to four. Oh. I think it was seven to two at one point. Defense, or something. defense issues, I guess. Yeah, not great. So the same guys, I think it was like Goligoski and um, Middleton just suffered in this game. Okay. Um, but the good thing is, is that we had a Brock Faber goal in the first game of the year. That's the rookie fun. defenseman. And then Marco Rossi finally got his first ever. Goal in as a pro. Cool, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. That's our future. So in our in our first game, Marco Rossi had played twenty seven pro games before this. Never had scored a goal, and he's supposed to be like a top level prospect for us. Mm-hmm. He had never scored in his first twenty seven pro games. He scored, and then they went and challenged it, and they were we were offsides, so it didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like the, even the announcers were like this poor kid like yeah, this he's is never terrible. gonna get one and then the very next game he goes out and like puts on a show scores a goal like finally gets his first one so all right hopefully the first of many um it's hard to be a wild fan i think right now just because you know you're playing from behind with the money at mm-hmm. all times right and so it's just like you go into every season with like a, a cap on how good the season can really be Mm-hmm. I think that is a little difficult. Yeah, yeah, that can be like this. They, they're not going to win. Like they're not going to win the cup no matter what they do, and that kind of sucks. But we do just have to think like this squad. It's still coming. They're still building. They're building to something big, and we just have to enjoy that that ascension. I hope. For me, that's easy because, um, you know, like the twins, I just am just not that invested, right? So I can just go ahead and watch it for what it is. And if they make a bit of a push, that's fun. Um, watching, you know, hearing that these young players are developing, that's the biggest part of it, isn't it? 
so that they're yeah, ready. They're yeah. superstars by the time that we have if some freedom. If they're studs, we have freedom. We can re-sign all of those guys, bring in a bunch of talent, and hopefully go for a cup. Yes. And that would be really fun. This state needs a Stanley Cup. I know we need everything. We but, like, need, yeah, the we, state we of hockey. a lot of ground to cover. Like, the state, other than a Vikings title, I believe that a Stanley Cup would probably be the most meaningful to Minnesotans. Like, they just love hockey here so much. And even with the North Stars, we went to two Stanley Cup finals and never won. Mm-hmm. And just so many people grow up here watching hockey, playing hockey, so much pond hockey going on. You know, the state, the state of hockey. And I'll tell you, the best thing about Minnesota hockey is that a Minnesota team wins the high school tournament every year because it's a Minnesota yeah, yeah. tournament, and that's the most the exciting thing. The Gophers can't win have. a title, and the Wild can't even get to a Stanley Cup. But it's, I mean, it's it almost is. always a Minnesota team yeah, winning that yeah. Minnesota. They hockey might not tournament. have Minnesotan kids on. It, but. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> very true. They might be all from fucking Boston or something. But uh, yeah, man, we we do love our hockey, and um, good luck to the Wild. Let's go. Yeah, I do think that this team will finish like second in their division and then lose in the first round. A well, they want to stay on brand every year, forever. Yeah. They haven't won a playoff series in nine years. Oh, damn! They're trying to push for They're that. They're trying to twin push spot. that Twins record. Woo. Of course, that was hadn't won a game. A game. Yeah, that was um, real devastating. But the series, we won a fucking series this year. So, uh, yeah, man, let's do it. Okay, uh, what I about this? Th- I don't believe that there's zero chance. By the way, that we. It's pretty low. Stanley Cup. All right, how about this? Timberwolves. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're getting excited about the season. We start uh, next Wednesday, the 25th, against the Raptors. The Raptown. Can't wait. Yep. That's going to be fun. Um, we do want to talk about a couple of pieces here. First up, let's rank the jerseys. Oh, yes. Let's do that. Okay. so coming, we have a few this year. You coming know? in last place, it's the statement jersey. I hate that fucking it's thing. It's like blackish gray. It's like a dark gray with like that, just too much of the ugly ass green on there. Yeah, and we don't play well in it. I no. swear, it always it's always like on shit. a Saturday night too. So like, I go to Saturday night games, and then I got to look at that. I agree. That's firmly last place this year, number five. Coming in fourth place, I'm going with the blue away jersey. So the regular old blue kit mm-hmm. that we've now had for yeah, the rebrand I would say long? is a failure. Um, I, I don't mind our the colors or the logo, but I don't I no longer like the old navy nautical th- pants and the pants are re- the trunks. I'm gonna call them trunks yeah. at this point. Ugly as fuck. They are ugly. So yeah, I agree. I, I think th- and so let me just guess three. Are you gonna go with the white home? Yeah, white home at three. Yeah, the only reason it's better is because there's less grossness going on, and it, it's less they're obvious. Bright. These they're kind of bright and pop a little bit. Yeah, they pop a little. They have a little more contrast going. So okay, so we go with that city edition coming in second. It's kind of got this like weird yeah, it's watery a lake vibe. Yeah. It has like it almost looks like what they're doing with soccer jerseys a lot, where yeah. they put in a really complicated pattern, like Dan Patches almost. If you're yeah. in, if you're yeah. in the, uh, I think we should leave. Um, I don't mind it. I, I want to see it in action. I want to see it on the court and see what it looks like. I, I like it. I, yeah, I think I, it's cool. I actually I mean, like it. Um, I like the light blue and the, like this the white that pops off. I think that's all pretty clean. All right, then Plus, the, it's got like a lot of thought to it. Like number it's got one cool features with a bullet. The one, new classic. Number one in the league. It's I mean probably a top five jersey yeah. in the league this year. I think so. It's so good. This is the updated throwback. The updated 
simplified, cleaned up, cool looking white throwback. They were kind of like, okay, the old jerseys are really cool, but like they need an update. They're really basic. And they didn't change them too much. And they didn't change them too much. They changed them just enough to make them cool and like kind of fix some of the dullness of them and make them just pop. They just did some good decisions. I like them so much I'm going to buy tickets and go to a game that they wear them at. Well, you know what comes with that? With the court. The court. The court. It just looks elite. Huge. I really love that old logo. Like, Me too. The like, old logo. Do players, do teams ever just admit that they shouldn't have changed and go back? Has that ever happened in the history of sports? I think that Where play, we, not only like reverted for a game, or you know, like we saw the Bucks this year, this week play in their creamsicle jerseys, mm-hmm. which looked fucking cool. Why don't? Uh, why doesn't a team just admit it and be like, you know what, we're gonna go back? I think that like we just change what is cool, and like it used to be, um, it used to be. Like full graphic stuff, yeah, and like full graphic jersey things. Back when there was like like Toronto Raptors, the Raptors, had an the Grizzlies, yeah, the, yeah, you right. know, like these the Hawks, the Bucks, mm-hmm. like they all had these full graphic jerseys and everything that all the the apparel for teams was full graphic stuff yeah. and like. It got really cheesy, but now everybody wants it. Yeah, well, I don't know if we want it no, everyone on wants, the court. No, everyone wants it in a, in a nostalgia way, though. Yeah, like I want to wear that gear. I think it's yeah. funny and, and interesting and cool. Um, but I don't really, I wouldn't want, like if like if I was a Raptors fan, I wouldn't want them to go back to the dinosaur in tennis shoes. No, you want them, shoes. but you want to wear it three times yeah, a year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, then, and then from there, it went to like high tech. Everything had panels and, and lines sharp. and piping and sharp and everything had yep. like, it was like everything looked so robotic to me in that time. I think time. the Matrix was really big at that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then we went to like really like minimalist, mm-hmm. stripped down simple. Yeah. And now we've kind of like blended that with like retro and classic. And so everything is kind of like, hey, remember that jersey from the past? Well, we updated it and made it even more simple. Yeah. And like and a lot of it's of cool. Some of yeah. it really works, but like we're watching a Chargers game right now and they look sick, you know, and they kind of did like a bit of an old school looking. Yeah. I, I like it, but I think also at times like it, everything ends up looking kind of same Z mm-hmm. like with all of the teams, like yeah. everybody kind of is doing the same thing. And so a big, like big circle logos right now in the NBA. Yeah. Everybody's switching. We did, you know, we went from the, the kind of badge looking with the big Minnesota at the bottom yeah. and it kind of tapered up. Got that circle going. Yeah, we had the 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 Minnesota at the bottom. It looked like it should be stitched on a jean jacket. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm pretty pumped about this Wolf season. I think that McDaniels and Edwards are going to take a big leap. If they do, we're very good and we're probably a top four seed. I just think um, that the big move not, will be like a six or seven. I think the big move needs to be playing Towns with the second unit. You think they would? They you should. Think Finch would do that. He should. Yeah. So what they should do is they should start Towns because it's an ego you have thing. To. Yeah, yeah. He still plays his 36, 38 minutes a game, mm-hmm. but he spends a lot of time, especially in the first and second quarters and third quarters playing with the second unit Mm -hmm. where like Ant McDaniels and Gobert come out and you pair, you know, Nas Reed and, um, uh, Milt Shake Milton and Towns and, 
you know, whoever else. Yeah. Like, just a combo of guys who can score and bring some energy and play some defense with Towns. Yeah. And let him be... Do more. Be the guy. Be the guy who's yeah. initiating, creating, doing everything out there. And let the other guys kind of grind without him on offense through the second and third quarters, especially. Mm-hmm. And then they all kind of come together again in the fourth. Yeah. So you kind of start the game and end the game with your big hitters, but in between you kind of separate them. Yeah. I mean, that, I, that could definitely work. I know, you know, the, the Wolves have had this thing where they've had really bad third quarters. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe they're trotting out that same unit and they yeah. should consider switching that part start up. Start your so. half with all the guys. Pull towns right away after two minutes. Let everyone else play for four more minutes. Throw Towns in to finish the third for the last seven minutes with all the twos. Yeah. They play seven tough minutes. Then you start the fourth with your starters. Boom, 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 boom. You give them a quick break in the middle, and you bring them all back for the last four minutes. Okay. I love it. I think we're going to win a lot of games that way, man. I I feel pretty good about this team. I'm excited about this team. I... I mean, I'm gonna guess like right now. Mm-hmm. Let's make. I mean, I, we're not gonna do another pod before two the season starts. Two, two seed. I, love, I said I love it last year so though much. too. You said two. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna go with four, and I said two. four last year, which is funny. So one of these, if we just keep doing the pod for a hundred years, they'll we get will actually two get or, two they'll or get a three seed in between us. <laughs> I, I do think I'd this so is a good team. That. I do. I I think this is a really good team, and I think, I think there's some that, room in the in the West a little bit. There's not. You know, there's not like seven teams that you just fucking know are going to be there. It's just a lot of competition. There's a lot of really good teams. I think that this is what's going to happen. It's it's mostly positive with a little negative, okay? I think that there's like two different types of good teams in basketball, in, in the NBA. Okay. Team one is the veteran team who knows how to do it. They've been there before. They have won big games. They've won series. So, they've, Warriors, yeah. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Boston. Teams like that, like yeah, just that West, always, yeah. that always kind of win, and they just know how to do it. Yep. They don't care that much about the regular season. Exactly. Then there's the they teams want, who are like, we've never won it. ever. Let's go for it. And they That's usually be the Pelicans, the Thunder this year, the Wolves, Grizzlies this year, Grizzlies, like us, all those teams. Yeah. And Denver's kind of been that team until they kind of adjusted it here. So what usually happens is, is like you have a season where you go all out all season long. Great record. Mm-hmm. You win a playoff series, then you play one of the veterans. Because you teams. have a great seed, so yeah, yep. you win a series, and now it's time to play a. a then team you have that's to play one before. of those teams who's been there before, and you lose to them. Yeah, that's my guess. Okay, we lose to a veteran team, maybe the Warriors, someone like that, mm-hmm. in round two. But okay. we are like a two seed, and we lose to like a three or a six seed or something like yeah. that. And that's um, fine. I would be happy with that. A step in the right direction where we had a, a season where we won 50 games and had a high seed and won a playoff series. And Ant so was great. like in the combo for like an all NBA team and stuff. Yeah. That'd be so fun. So, yeah, because really, like, we can build on this squad. And I personally, all said and done when the dust settled, I'm glad that we didn't totally blow up the team. Like I'm excited to see what can what we can do. If we could have moved Rudy, I would have loved that. That wasn't possible. They couldn't. They exactly. couldn't admit, so, they couldn't admit defeat that quick. Well, they just wouldn't have gotten any return for yeah. him. And yeah, so I I'm happy that the team's staying together. And maybe I'll regret saying that. Um, but I want to see what they can do with keeping a coach and keeping the team because it does work out sometimes. Sometimes you you just need to stick with people and they get better and better as a team together. That's how it always used to be. Now it's like blow it up, blow it up, blow it up. Oh, we're catching fire a little bit. I think that um, you have a couple people on the hot seat this year. Finch and Towns. 
for sure. sure. Yep. They both, Finch is a prove it year. Towns is a prove it year. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna trade Towns if it doesn't go well, and they're gonna and he'll want to go. Yep. And they're gonna fire Finch if it doesn't go well. Sure. And that's that, it. That's fair too. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm excited. Okay. Um, a week week from yeah, today. Here we go. It's it's so fun having all these sports start up. All right, and then finally, last but not least, uh, I am making my way overseas uh, mm-hmm. to London, and I'm going to be attending a game between my current favorite sports team, okay, Arsenal, yes, and my current least favorite sports team, Chelsea. <laughs> At Chelsea, couldn't be more perfect. And you're in the building. I'm in the building. I got a ticket, guys. It's sketchy as all get out to try to get a, a ticket to go watch a game. Yeah. In England, it's really difficult. Like if a British person person comes here, they can just go to any sporting event. They'll be fine. Yeah, you pay enough money, you can sit anywhere you want. Yep. Like it's really hard there. They have all these laws against it. You have like they don't physical like cards. Stuff. They don't like resale stuff. So I bought a ticket on StubHub, and it's better not like, say this out loud. I know. Here. I feel like I'm gonna walk up there. They're gonna deny me. Like, are you the guy from the Nordies podcast? We yeah, knew you were fucking coming. We knew you're you coming. Idiot. You're not getting in. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the Chelsea supporter section because I couldn't afford the thousand dollar ticket in the small Arsenal section. So, for those of you guys who don't know, you can't just like it's not like you go to a football game and you wear your Vikings jersey and you go watch them play the Bears and you sit amongst Bears fans and talk shit. Yeah. You, which is its own type of fun. You have to go and either support or be neutral to your team for like 97% of the stadium. And then like 3% of the stadium is pre-set tickets. So it's like maybe three is not Mm -hmm. fair, but 3,000 tickets get divvied out to the Arsenal fans at this game. That's it. And they all sit in the same corner. They're all just in London. Yeah. It's not like there's like, well, they, you know, it's hard to travel that far. It's not like they're going from LA to fucking like, you know, Carolina for a game. They only allow a few yeah. Arsenal 3, fans in there. Fans. And, <laughs> yeah, and they all 3, sit together 000. and sing loudly, and it's great. So yeah. I'm going to be sitting amongst the Chelsea fans, um, trying my hardest not to show any emotion. Oh, good luck. I'm just going to sit there and not say much. Is and, my so, and what are you going to wear? Neutral black. colors? Black. I'm worried it's going to rain because it's London, so I'm going to wear a black rain jacket, and that's it. Yeah, just wear, right. If you wear the rain jacket, that I'm, actually I'm, I'm kind of tempted to to wear an Arsenal jersey underneath it. You be careful, just for the gram. What if you, you end know? up? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> like here's the thing: once the game ends and you win, you could rip it off. Yeah, no. And then like outside. the people you've been next, no, yeah. right next oh, to the yeah, person. Because right then what are they gonna do? Kick yeah. you out? Game's over. I mean, I did see a great video on Instagram a couple of months back where there was like a guy and they were like filming him and he turned around. He was sitting in the posing section and he like pulled his jacket open. He had an Arsenal shirt on and yeah. all the people were like, yeah. <laughs> like quietly. Oh. But yeah, that's risky because dude, yeah. that's crazy. But if the fan, the Chelsea fan, you're going to be sitting next to sees that you're like getting excited yeah. they yeah. can call over yeah, the call fucking I'll attendant say, and you will have to be kicked out i'll just pretend i'm a dumb american yeah i'll be like oh i thought that i thought chelsea was, was wearing red yeah <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile you have like a fucking authentic yeah. like 200 dollars arsenal <laughs> kit on with the shorts yeah so there you go um and then Good also luck, you're gonna be heading to france i know the and next then week. yeah this is crazy so like you know your wife is going with you. That's my sister, okay, because we're brother. That's how this things work. So you're leaving. Then I'm, I'm leaving. coming in yeah. and meeting her in France yeah. with my mom. Yep. So we're both going to Europe and not going to see each other. So we are not going to be um, doing a pod next week. 
No pod next no week. No pod next week. We'll be back the week after. Yep. Cut us a little slack. We'll have to deal with Jim's jet lag. So. Oh, I'll be fine. We'll to... I'm coming back. Yeah, dude, as a compromise with my family, I decided, okay, I'll fly back the morning of Halloween so I can be there Halloween yep. night. I'll be tired yep. as hell. You will be. Um, But I'll, I'll make it. And then the next night, we'll record a pod. Yeah. And then the next morning, which will be like the f- third or something. Yeah. You're, we're back. We're back. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait, guys. So enjoy the game. That's go it. Arsenal. That is all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. So uh, check out our late episode later this week. Our screencast. We have tons of fun news for you guys. Things that will hopefully uh, give you some stuff to watch while we're gone. Hey, I watched a bunch of scary movies, and I can talk about them and wreck them. Okay, I can't wait. Yep. I'm gonna only watch ones that you really think I'd like. <laughs> but until then, thanks for hanging out with your best friends here at the Nordies Podcast. <laughs>